10, 9, 8, 7, 6, start, start, 2, 1, boost ignition, and liftoff of the space shuttle Discovery, returning to the space station, taking the way for future missions Well, good morning, everyone. I tell you what, there's nothing like a rocket space shuttle liftoff. It is truly one of the most miraculous and amazing things to behold. And that's what I want this Monday to be for you. I want you to launch into this week like a high-powered rocket. And this is Growth Mindset Monday. There's a reason why I chose to use a rocket launch for this Monday's uh, episode. And here's the deal. Here's something that I, I do with groups I speak to whenever I'm advising teams for companies. One of the one of my most popular exercises that's just like it's just a winner every time. And I didn't think of it. I, it was done to me one time before, and it always stuck with me. And many of you have probably seen this done to you by some trainer, coach, or consultant. Gather a group of people into a room, and you ask them, all right, raise your hand as high as you can. Okay, now put them down. And then you ask them the second time, now raise it even higher. And inevitably, over 99% of the room raises their hand even higher than they did the first time, even though the instructions were very clear. Raise your hand as high as you can. Another exercise that ties to the rocket launch is I will go into a group of people and I will ask them, okay, let's say you have to get to the moon by next week. What do you do? And most people, their, their initial thought is, well, I can't go to the moon. There's no way. I, and they just don't even really try. And then I go, okay, well, I'm going to add a little wrinkle to the, to the scenario here. Let's say that you have to go to the moon next week. And if you don't, then your child will not be returned to you. If your child's been kidnapped, they will not be returned. Only way you get the child back is you get to the moon. What do you do? Then nearly Everyone says, well, and I just, and I asked them, I'm like, what is the first thing that you would do? And almost everyone says the same thing. Well, the first thing I do is call NASA. You know, of course you would. And the point is this, back against the wall, even under impossible circumstances, most of us can at least, if challenged, if pressed hard enough, can find that first step to take. That first step in this case, call NASA. See, we're always capable of doing a little bit more than we think we can, but what we do is we rely on outward circumstances to push us to the brink of ourselves, to the end of ourselves, and then we find out what we can do a little further. It's very hard. It's very hard and very challenging to cognitively actually make ourselves Go the distance as high, as hard to press ourselves as much as we possibly can unless there's a little bit of resistance. So I've got a story for you today about 
what it means to have a growth mindset because that's what all of this is about. It's about believing that you can go a little further than what you actually can. It's looking back on the things that you've learned that seemingly were impossible once upon a time, but now you take for granted. For instance, each and every one of you listening to this at one point in your life could not read, and now you can. And whenever you learn to read, I guarantee you there was a time in your childhood where you thought, this is impossible. How am I ever going to be able to do this? You didn't know how to walk at one time. I still don't, to some degree, know how to do algebra. And if you told me today that I had to make my living doing algebra or statistics, I would say, no, that's impossible. But the thing is, with a growth mindset, I could say, okay, I may never master algebra or statistics, but I know I can always grow and push a little bit beyond myself and get a little better to where I can at least become more efficient in that. So here's a great story about having a growth mindset and doing the first time your absolute best pushing yourself, not outside forces, you pushing yourself to actually go as far as you can and know that you have reached the maximum potential that you possess. So Henry Kissinger was the Secretary of State during the Nixon administration. Very important guy, obviously, brilliant guy. And he had a guy that worked for him named, uh, named Winston Lord. He was one of his top advisors. And so this is how the story goes, and I want you to, uh, I want you to put yourself in uh, Winston Lord's position. Now, understand something. If he's working directly for Henry Kissinger, that had to have been a very difficult job, and it's a very high-profile job, very important job. The work that they were doing was, you know, it was literally world-changing. So the guy is already probably a, a pretty accomplished guy. This is no slacker. If he has this job, he's obviously pretty bright and uh, pretty accomplished to be this close to Kissinger. So here's how the story goes. During the late 60s and early 70s, Winston Lord had been, asked, had been tasked with three, three of the biggest foreign policy projects at that time the opening to China, bringing the Vietnam War to a close, and attempt to improve relations with the Russians. So, as you can see, this guy, he, he takes care of pretty sizable projects. Speech writing for Henry Kissinger and Richard Nixon fell under one of the many political duties as the ambassador to China. Not the easiest job considering Kissinger was a speech writer himself and a harsh critic. The story goes that Lord prepares and submits a first draft of the speech Kissinger wrote one evening. Kissinger then calls Lord the next morning for feedback on the speech and asks, and asks him how, how it went or what he thinks. And uh, Lord replies, Henry, he said, well, excuse me, let me back up. Winston calls Kissinger and asks him what he thought. And Kissinger replies, is this, are you sure this is the best you can do? And Lord replies, Henry, I thought so, but I'll try again. Lord then goes back to the drawing board. He tweaks, revises, and resubmits another, uh, another draft a few days later. The next day, Kissinger calls Lord into his office and again asks, Are you sure this is the best you can do? Lord begins to question his work and says, Well, I really thought so. I'll try one more time. Believe it or not, this uncomfortable and rejecting process goes on for eight days times eight drafts each time Kissinger standing firm to his original feedback of is this the best you can do Lord returns to Kissinger's office 
with the now ninth draft and awaits his response. Surely enough, Kissinger calls Lord in the next day and asks him the same question. Is this the best you can do? Lord, now completely fed up, furiously replies, Henry, I've beaten my brains out. This is the ninth draft. I know it's the best I can do. I can't possibly improve one more word. Kissinger then looks at Lord and nonchalantly says, well, in that case, now I'll read it. (laughs) So here's the point. When someone asks you, raise your hand as high as you possibly can. Do it. Raise your freaking hand as high as you possibly can. When someone asks you, if you had to get to the moon tomorrow, how would you do it? Stop and truly test yourself and at least consider what would the first step be. If someone asks you to perform a task, go all in. Do the absolute best that you possibly can so that whenever they ask, is this the best you can do, you can reply with a confident, yes, that is the best I can do. That is the task for this week. Viktor Frankl once made a comment. He said, live each day as though you were living it for the second time, not making the the same mistake you made the first. In other words, stop and ask yourself, if I were doing this for the second time, would I take the same action I'm about to take now? Or would I make an improvement? Would I work a little harder? Would I do a little more research? Would I, would I wait to even tackle this until I had a clearer head, more rest? Don't let yourself get into a position where you don't do the absolute best you can possibly do each and every time. All right, I hope you crush your week Have an incredible week. It's October. Fall is in the air. The holidays are right around the corner. Wrap up this year strong. Make it a growth-minded end of the year. Now, go crush your week. And remember to always endeavor to improve. Always in all ways. I'm out. Hey, you thought this podcast was over, did you? Wanted to remind you, go out to jasonrightnow.com and subscribe to the Vitruvian Letter. That's my weekly newsletter where I encapsulate all the things I'm working on that I've read, I've learned, just whatever it might be that I have deployed to try to improve always in all ways. Check that out, jasonrightnow.com, the Vitruvian Letter. Subscribe. You'll be glad you did. Thanks.